Hi, I'm Tim Tarpley. This is my podcast, Level Up. Over the last several years, I was able to transform my life. I decided to share my journey in hopes of helping other people. So here we go. Hello, welcome all you beautiful souls out there in the world. Thank you for tuning in, downloading, whatever you did to get this message I'm trying to get across. Um, so this episode, I'm going to go back to the, the beginning. Um, and you know, I think I had several moments of my life where I felt like things were out of control. Um, but I think it's, um, for me, around 2010 is when things really started to unravel, if you will. And, you know, it was, it was around that time that I broke my back and, you know, being a self-employed person that I am, you know, I don't have insurance and, you know, I thought I was being a great American by not having any credit and I paid cash for everything. So when this injury happened, I was forced to just deal with it. Um, it was around that time that my, my professional career took a leap forward into the new era and, uh, wow, what can I say? I, um, I, I thought I had a little bit of money and I thought I had a good projection on the world and a great trajectory, but I was way wrong. I was way wrong. I was partying. I was living fast and, you know, I was in pain and, you know, naturally I, I've never been one of these people that takes pain meds. Um, still don't never have just don't like the way they make me feel. However, um, I had no problem, you know, throwing down an ambient and chasing it with, with some wine or vodka. And that tended to be, you know, my concoction for quite a while. Um, and I didn't realize, you know, how bad I felt until I felt good again. So, you know, it was around that time that I, I had my own business. I had tried in sports and, you know, we had the worst business plan ever, which was no business plan. And we thought we had money to survive till we figured out a business plan. And we did not. So that's where we kind of start. Now, I didn't know then, obviously, what I know now. But at that time in my life, I was fully living with my ego and... I really cared more about what happened uh, to me instead of for me. Um, if anything went wrong, I was the victim. And it was just one of those things that when I look back, I just really cared more about what people thought about me than what than how I cared about them. And, you know, it was one of those things that uh, basically through some very unfortunate circumstances... You know, a lot of people were, were hurt and uh, my little castle or tower, whatever you want to call it, just crumbled. And, you know, it gave me one of those perfect opportunities just to 
stop what I was doing, um, you know, close up this ego driven business and start, you know, fresh from scratch. But I didn't do it. You know, I didn't do it. And I uh, begged, borrowed, and, and did everything I could to get money to keep the business that was failing miserably. And uh, still continue to drink too much, take Ambien to disconnect from the world. And it was one of those most, um, looking back, painful times of my life. And again, it was my ego was tied to every decision, everything I had done. And so then, um, you know, things, you know, business partners left and things changed. And I had to then basically do everything myself. Again, it was my mess, so I, I really should have. But um, it was one of the toughest things I'd gone through. And had I stepped back and removed my ego from the situation, it would have been easy just to be logical about it. That was the first big lesson I realized where I was really functioning just from the wrong set of eyes. Um, and then, uh, you know, it was several years later that then everything really changed once again. But, you know, it, it was at that time I was able to, you know, within a couple of years, it was around 2013 or 14, I guess, that um, I was able to, you know, find some insurance and then get my, my broken back repaired. Now, when I broke my back, I then somehow made another, um, you know, gosh, two to three years with a broken back. And so I finally found the best doctor, you know, in the area or, you know, probably the world and made an appointment. And it still took, you know, once we had an appointment and a surgery date set, it still took several months to make it happen. So it wasn't like I just saw the doctor and it was like, okay, we're ready to go. And, and I'm not going to lie. I was, you know, terrified by the whole situation. And, uh, anyway, he said, uh, that I was lucky to have, he was shocked. I was able to walk into the hospital. Like that's how bad my back was. And again, I hid it from the world because I didn't want to be vulnerable I never shared with the world how bad my business was because I did not want to be vulnerable. And, you know, I learned that you, if you need help, no one's going to read your mind. You have to tell people that you need help or are in need of help. So it was one of those things that I, you know, just hid it from the world, how much pain I was in. Sure, a few people knew. And, um, but I got the surgery done and the, you know, Everything was okay. I did not have to go through rehab or anything because I'm. that's kind of what I do as far as personal training and, and rehab and the body goes. Um, but within 14 days, I was driving. So it was one of those things, even after surgery, I was given prescription pain pills, but I just didn't need them. Um, and and this, this was a defining moment in my life, mainly because... You know, I was I was repaired. I was rebuilt with titanium rods, but also that it's one of the only times in my life I remember not drinking alcohol for about seven days. And so when I look back at that, I was like, "Wow, that 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 defining moment of that small window of recovery is pretty pathetic." Now I didn't consider myself an alcoholic. I just consider myself a drunk because 
I didn't wake up and want to drink, I would just start drinking once my day was over. So I still, you know, would exercise continually, yet I didn't, I never thought it was actually harming my performance. And of course it was, but that's beside the point. And we'll definitely get to that point, um, in the future. But, you know, that's just one of those defining moments. And that's why, because I, you know, was operating at less than a hundred percent, but it's funny looking back, I don't it's hard to remember. I think I really hid the pain and the uncomfortable physical disabilities I was having because it wasn't, it was one of those things like it was, it wasn't in my control. Like it's not like something happened to me and it wasn't like, it it was one of those things that just happened, which I think it happened in the gym when I was trying to leg press way more weight than I should have. And you know, it's still, I, I, I hit it because I didn't want to be vulnerable, but it's one of those things, my ego couldn't be part of it. So I think that's why I kind of, you know, hit it from the world. And it's funny. It's, it's like a phenomenon or just this thing where whenever you're not feeling well, your, your goal in your mindset at that moment is, wow, if I can walk again, I'm going to really come back better than before. And you have every intention of doing that. But then it's like the garbage or the monkey mind or whatever in your head takes over. And then it's like you, you forget those little things that, that motivated you before. And uh, for me, I think I was just so bl- blurred or, you know, fuzzy from the alcohol that I never realized was playing into effect. And, uh, and you know, no one in my life knew I was drinking that much, but... Um, you know, I started training again and, and it wasn't that, uh, I was just back to a hundred percent and, you know, plenty of friends who'd had the same procedure done had said that, you know, it's going to take quite a while if you get back to your, you know, your, your hundred percent level and, and all this stuff. And I'm, you know, I'm definitely there now. And this is, you know, what, about four years later, five years later that I'm just now way back to where I was. I'm feeling incredibly well, but, um, you know, it's just one of those things that you just, you're ready to go. And I'm, I think I was very impatient with it, but you know, I just didn't take the time to look at all the small details in my life that, you know, you'll hear about later on that I just had to just stop and hit pause on my life and look at, at where I am and what's going on. And this is where you know, guilt. We all we all experience levels of guilt. But this is where guilt was really starting to develop in my body and slowly start eating away at me. Of course, I didn't realize it for much later. But, you know, I just realized that everything I was telling, all of the people I was training, um, what to do, how to be better, how they should eat, how they should not drink, like all these things I was telling them, I wasn't doing myself like I was the biggest hypocrite and I wasn't practicing what I preach. And it's one of those things, you know, we all experience different moments in our life where we have guilt or we don't realize we have guilt and that guilt will kill you. And so it's so important to just kind of hit that pause button in your life and understand what you're feeling when you're feeling and most importantly, just try to be honest with yourself. 
and that'll help you much further in life to be happier. Now, if you'd like to connect with me on a more personal basis, feel free to email me at tim at timtarpley.com or find me on Facebook under Tim Tarpley. Join my Proven Strategies group. Let's get involved. Have a good day, guys. Bye. And I'll be living this dream with you. Of me. Oh, I'm proud to be American.